Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. We were negligent in not including the Delsing family in the greatest sports families of all time. Jim Delsing, Jay's dad, a longtime major leaguer, and Jay, of course, one of the preeminent golfers of his time. Jay, good to have you with us on 101 ESPN. How are you doing this morning? Doing great, guys. Good morning. Hey, sorry about that. Yeah, do apologize. Our bad. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm... uh... I don't. I, I'm good. I'm, I'm glad you guys are still calling me on Friday morning. Good. <laughs> hey, we we want to start with this. Carrie and I were just watching the Jordan Spieth shot at number eight at Pebble Beach. Have you ever had that shot? Boy, you know, I had the the, the real fortune of playing there 26 years in a row, Randy, and I never have had that shot. But I have hit it in that. Uh, that part of the Barranca Ocean, whatever. I think I've been about everywhere you can be at Pebble Beach. <laughs> there, are, there are some days out there, guys. I played in the 92 U.S. Open out there where I was on Sunday. I was four under after seven holes and the wind kicked up and I wound up shooting 76. And I think it was one of the lower scores of the day, um, the year that Tom Kite won. So the Pebble Beach is, it's really not super, super hard if the wind doesn't blow. And then when the wind blows, Oh, my gosh, there there are certain shots you just can't hit. Hey, Jay, the phrase, drive for show, put for dough, tell me why that is right or why it's wrong. Well, it it used to be, Kerry, we used to say uh, drive, yeah, drive for show, put for dough, because we thought that that was the, that 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 was, you just, it was just kind of um, all hype to, to be able to hit it far. Um, and and you really made your money when you with your putter, but with the advanced metrics and the things that Scott Fawcett and the Decade Golf uh, team has come out with and 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 helped us understand, it's it's all about power. You need to hit the ball and crush it as far as you can. And um, uh, the the game isn't played the way we thought it was. We we thought that, um, that basically. We, there are there are great putters on the PGA Tour. There's no question about it. But nobody putts nearly as well as they thought they did. And you just need to get yourself as many birdie opportunities as you can. And over the long haul, some of them are going to fall in. Hey, Jay, we mentioned and you mentioned that windy day at Pebble Beach. Do you have another strong memory that stands out for you in your experience there? Oh, my gosh. I got to play with Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man, it was insane. It was terrifying, actually, because all, we had probably ten or 15,000 people following our group. This is when LT was, you know, he had the earring. The, and I mean, he was a beast of a man. He was just put together like very few people I'd ever seen on the golf course before. And he just wasn't comfortable playing golf in front of all these people. And so not that we ever had huddles, but, you know, you get on the tee and there's four of you and a couple of caddies and seemed like a huddle. And he would come in there and he was, 
I'm not exactly sure everything that he said, but he wasn't happy. <laughs> he was kind of he kind of had this this kind of slow burn that by the time we got on the back nine, I'm like, he's going to kill one of these. You know, some of these people asking for an autograph. He's going to take him down. He's going to tackle him. I don't know what he's going to do, but it's not going to be pretty. Jay, we were talking earlier about. Uh players that speak in the third person and Randy was giving his Ricky Henderson stories and I was I said that that most people that speak in third person that are athletes are you know top tier athletes they only see it one way you know you, you don't want to be around them too long because they're they're self-absorbed to a point have you been around any of those guys that are third person talkers and and you just have those conversations with them and figure out what the hell am I sitting here talking about <laughs> Oh, yeah, guys, uh, the, the late, great, and dear friend, Payne Stewart, a fellow Missourian, used to talk in the third person. And he'd give these interviews, and they'd say, I think Payne, he'd say, I think Payne Stewart's playing pretty well. you got to remember, guys, Payne was a great player that really had a tough time winning initially. He'd get big leads, and he just did not figure out how to win straight away on the PGA Tour. And he would, he would say, I think Payne Stewart's playing pretty well. And, you know, we we all hear this. And when he'd come back, you know, in the locker room, oh, man, it was brutal. We just let him have it. We're like, oh, uh, the, the Payne Stewart's in the room, you know. And, we, and, and he would look and smile because he was he had much more – he had this thing pretty pretty well calculated out. Guys, he, we used to give him grief. He would get voted the best-dressed golfer. Every year, and he'd wear these ridiculous knickers, and they'd have these big, stretchy nylon socks. And guys, we all traveled with it. It's a, it's a circus, right? You got a lot of luggage. Your golf clubs and pain took it to a different level. He had luggage for his shoes. He traveled with like fourteen pair of shoes. I'm like, dude, you got two feet. How many how many outfits you wearing this week? But. He, he got paid ridiculous amounts of money. Remember By Randy, the NFL, when he right? Wear the NFL. He's he's like he's wearing the NFL. But what it did for him, for, because he became extremely popular and then started winning and a, a Hall of Famer, major championship winner. It provided him, you guys, a uniform so that when he wore jeans and a T-shirt to go out to have dinner, no one knew. No one knew he was bald. <laughs> That's no one a great knew that point. he was bald, and you know because wow. he wore his little Kango hat. That was also part of his uniform. And then when he got to, to such uh, so much attention, he was getting paid for every part of those uniforms, too. And whenever we'd give him grief about the best-dressed golfer, he would re- remind us what this uniform was doing for him, and we were all kind of jealous. <laughs> yep. so, and if the tour is in Detroit, he's got Lions gear. If it's in Arizona, he's got Cardinals gear. If they're playing Pebble Beach, it's Niners or, or Raiders gear. It was really uh, down in uh, South Florida, he's got Dolphins gear. It was amazing, and what a great partnership that was. Oh, I, well, my gosh, Randy, it really was. I mean, and there were so many people that would come out to just watch it, look at his the clothes that he wore. He was an elegant golfer. He had a beautiful. His rhythm was outstanding, and and he was he was really fun to watch. And and a massive character back in the really really a fun guy to be around. Hey Jay, before we ask you about the show on Sunday, our mutual friend Joe Buck has a a piece up on a, a little video on the the Instagram where he got his new tailor made. It's uh, it's called Forgiveness Driver, and uh, Joe's got enough golf clubs for God's sakes. But it, it is <laughs> <laughs> it, it is amazing how he he, he said. To the to his boys, maybe Mama let me play a little bit more golf this year, but 
it is amazing year to year, and we had Dave Kohlberg from Callaway on the other day, how these companies with their R&D do make a better club every single year. Well, they sure as hell market it that way, Randy. Yeah, right. I, 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 um, I, I'm amazed. So when, they, when it all started with Eli Callaway and the great big birth, and, and I, again, I'm going to age myself here, but then it was the greatest big Bertha. Then it was like, you know, big Bertha's older sister, younger sister <laughs> coming out and they would release a new club every quarter or something. And, and it was, I, I got to tell you, every single one of the new clubs to your point has a characteristic that the other one didn't have. And they're just making it so much easier. It's so much more forgiving. And I don't know about Joe getting Michelle to get him to play more golf. I think he plays a little bit now. <laughs> I know. I don't know if he can play anymore. He got to, he's got to join the tour. <laughs> you got to work every once in a while, Joe. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what do we got coming up on the show on Sunday? Guys, this, this month of February, I'm doing a, um, a, a little thing on the teachers in the area. We have Bobby Pavalonis, but Danny Mack, our good buddy Danny Mack and I are starting a new podcast in March. Um, and we interviewed David Faraday about going to live. And so I drop about five or six bits from, from Faraday in on live and, and um, oh my gosh, David Faraday, he doesn't disappoint. So um, we got a little David Faraday and a little Bobby Pavilonis this, um, this week coming up. Love it. Looking forward to it. And we'll be tuned in. Jay Delsing, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. And we always love having you on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it guys. See ya. That's the great Jay Delsing joining us here on 101 ESPN.